the Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Glenn Beck. The Blaze Radio Network. Let's spend a couple of minutes on on, uh, James Comey. ABC did a five-hour interview with him. Five hours. Uh, I mean, you want to talk about a grilling. And here are the, the here are the highlights that we thought were worth uh, talking about. Let's let's play uh, first uh, Comey on Hillary. Try to realize that I'm not trying to help a candidate or hurt a candidate. I'm trying to do the right thing. And you can come up with different conclusions. Reasonable people would have chosen a different door for reasonable reasons. But it's just not fair to say we were doing it for some illegitimate reason. But, but at some level, wasn't the decision to reveal influenced by your assumption that Hillary Clinton was going to win and your concern that she wins? This comes out several weeks later, and then that's taken by her opponents to sign that she's an illegitimate president. It must have been. I don't remember what? consciously thinking about that, but it must have been. Because I was operating in a world where <laughs> Hillary Clinton was going to beat Donald Trump. And so I'm sure that it that it was a factor. Like I said, I don't remember spelling it out, but it had to have been that that she's going to be elected president. And if I hide this from the American people, she'll be illegitimate the moment she's elected, the moment this comes out. Do you even begin to understand that? (laughs) I mean, he he doesn't say it. And then Stephanopoulos gives him this scenario. You know, wouldn't you say it was this? Well, I don't recall that at all, but it must have been. What? Right. That's I mean, a pretty big decision you made. What yeah, do you mean you I, don't remember? I guess he's just saying it was a foregone conclusion at that point. Remember, this is the this is the era right after the Access Hollywood tape comes out. She goes to the biggest lead she's had in the entire campaign. And at that point, I mean, it did seem uh, that, uh, you know, Hillary was going to win. Uh, and so he's maybe he's trying to make the argument that subconsciously that's the that's the environment I'm in. So I'm sure it was a factor, but he never spelled it out specifically in his head. It's just a weird thing because he goes on at length in other parts of the interview talking about how politics was never a factor. He never considered it. He never thought about politics. He was just trying to do the right thing. But he allows for the idea that the right thing was influenced by politics. So it's a kind of a circuitous reasoning in, in some ways. All right. Here is uh, the, um, the, the clip. Donald Trump is unfit to be president. Is Donald Trump unfit to be president? Yes, but not in the way I often hear people talk about it. I don't buy the stuff about him being mentally incompetent or early stages of dementia. He strikes me as a person of above average intelligence who's tracking conversations and knows what's going on. I don't think he's medically unfit to be president. I think he's morally unfit to be president. A person who sees moral equivalence in Charlottesville who talks about and treats women like they're pieces of meat, who lies constantly about matters big and small and insists the American people believe it, that person's not fit to be president of the United States on moral grounds. And that's not a policy statement. Again, I don't care what your views are on guns or immigration or taxes. There's something more important than that that should unite all of us, and that is our president must embody respect and adhere to the values that are at the core of this country. The most important being truth. This president is not able to do that. Okay, I just want to morally unfit, morally unfit. And I don't want to play, well, you guys did it too, but 
would Comey say that Clinton was morally unfit? Because do you, did you hear what he said? He's got to treat women right. And he, and he lies all the time. He lies all the time. Bill Clinton. Clinton, completely unfit by that standard. I mean, we'd all agree that Nixon was unfit. Mm-hmm. How about how about LBJ, who was oh my God. A, a horrible, horrible racist, mm-hmm. horrible racist. Unfit. Who lied? Unfit. Mm-hmm. How about treat women and lies all the time? How about JFK? Mm-hmm. How about FDR, who had a mis- mistress on the side? How about FDR, who who lied about a lot of things. Uh, how about FDR? At, you want to talk about a bad guy just scooping up the Japanese, even though his own administration said there is no threat from the Japanese and puts him in an internment camp because he's a racist. How about Woodrow Wilson, who is constantly the fifth greatest president of all time? Surprised we ended up with Woodrow there. Yeah. I'm really stunned in your list. I mean, I'm just I, morally unfit. <laughs> yes. I, I wonder well, if he has, if he would put others in that in that category it doesn't seem like he he mentions uh a couple times talking about how he would single trump out as opposed to other presidents he served under or presidents from history um now that doesn't mean that everyone would come out in that in that way but he did signal trump out as worse a couple of times and and you kind of hear the, hmm. the the that's saying something yeah like the, you see both sides i mean it says something about him yes. not about trump it says he says something on both sides about comey too because there's two parts of this. Part one is, let me give you two points. One good for Comey, one bad for Comey. Comey is, I think, you hear him throughout this give ground. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, he says Trump is an above average mm-hmm. uh, intelligence. Mm-hmm. And, and mm-hmm. he, you know, when he was talking, there's another clip everyone was playing about mob. Just He's like, I, he's, not, he's not a mobster. He just demands loyalty like mobsters do. He constantly was equivocating and giving ground, mm-hmm. which to an average person, remember, 99% of people don't sit around and think about these issues. that don't mm-hmm. know Comey's background. Don't know him as a quote unquote mm-hmm. grandstander. Just uh, we'll see a clip of him. And I think that helps him as far as credibility goes to the average person who doesn't follow this closely because he's willing to, to say things that I think uh, hurt his case at times. Mm-hmm. He, he went on at length about how, well, I wasn't sure if I handled something, you know, something right where he was talking about loyalty, a lo- the loyalty pledge conversation, which was reported that he kind of, uh, well, I, I'll be honest with you and that's it. He, Comey's actual quote was, I'll give you, uh, he agreed to giving him honest loyalty, which I don't know what that means. Exactly. But different than blind uh, loyalty. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah, but I mean, honestly, you know, loyalty is a is a weird thing in that you know it's easy to be loyal to someone when you completely agree with them and they're doing everything right Mm -hmm. like the loyalty in a way demands in tough times that you're staying with someone Um, but honest loyalty okay it was it was a as he put it a compromise but it was also something that where he's giving ground and i think that might might connect with the with the average person watching it for the first time on the other side of that he has a problem that someone like megan kelly also has which is he (laughs) does not have a constituency. Nobody likes him. There's no one who actually likes James Comey. Mm-hmm. Even the Comey family, I don't think. Because they showed a clip with his wife, who's a huge Hillary supporter. His family, his wife and daughters were marching in the Women's March, right? You think they're happy he released that uh, that letter mm-hmm. uh, 10 days before the election? I bet you no. And they, I just saw a bunch of interviews with people from the FBI who were all mad at him, too. Right. So you have... And now, if you think about the normal, typical left-right divide in this country, and this happened with Megyn Kelly. Megyn Kelly was loved for a long time 
because by the right because she was on Fox and largely was taking the left to task on that show. Uh, and she was hated at the same time by the left. They didn't like her for a really long time. Then when she took on Trump, the right said, we don't like you. And the left said, we love you. When she gets her own show and she's past that circumstance, what she has is neither side being passionately for her. And the same thing that happens with James Comey here is that I listen to a lot of coverage about this afterwards, kind of hear the reaction. And one of the things you notice is the left can't universally bring themselves to say he's a good guy and doing the right thing because they're so pissed off about the letter 10 days before the election that they can't universally heap praise on him. He's useful to them now. And they will say all the things that he said in the interview were great, but I can't get past the idea that he did X, Y, and Z right before the election. And of course, the same thing with the Trump uh, side of the argument, who, if you remember the 10 days between the letter and the election, he was universally praised by the right. Loved. There are quote after quote after quote after quote about how wonderful this guy was and how he was honest about Hillary Clinton. Now he's a big enemy and everybody on the right doesn't like him. So no one on the right really likes him and no one on the left can bring themselves to praise him in a universal fashion. So he doesn't even get the benefit of the partisan divide. And I think that is going to be at the in the end of the day, you can say that's the right thing to do, but it's not going to make him an effective person in this debate. I don't think they're going to have to still get a lot more than this, because in the in the end, what he did was further clarify some details of what he already testified about. There's nothing in this book that we haven't already heard. There's nothing in this book that is new. And we are in a culture that needs new. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, people are I've heard the criticism of Comey, which I think is somewhat fair in that here he is. If this is such an important message. Why are you bringing it to us in a book? We're going to make a lot of money. I think it's a fair criticism. I do too. I but I too. but you have to take out the fact that if he really wanted to just get a payday, he should have somehow avoided testifying <laughs> and telling the store all these stories beforehand. Yeah, because these are all, all the stories from the book. And if you watch the interview yesterday, all the stories were stories you had already heard from his testimony. And all he is is adding a little bit of color, a little bit of detail from behind the scenes, but really not much more that's new. Glenn Beck. The Blaze Radio Network.